I directed Citizen Kane, you fucking insect. <laughs> you don't get to talk to me. You don't you you're you don't get to talk to people who talk to me. <laughs> We're obsessed with Orson Welles. If if you've never done yourself a favor and gotten onto YouTube and listened to Orson Welles recording a frozen peas commercial and fighting with the guys giving him direction in the booth, go ahead and just pause this episode and do that right the fuck now. Because it is some of the best content on the planet. Orson Welles is such an antique Chad in all of the right ways. Oh my god, he's, he's the, the man. Best. He's the fucking best. They get they this little fucking like he's like stammering like weird Do little he director like, guy. Yeah, little um British man. Um oh uh, Orson um. Uh, actually, could you do it? Um, maybe emphasize the word in 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 July. Maybe what do you mean emphasize the word in? Well, like in July. In July. There's no known way to begin a sentence in the English language with the word in and emphasize in. Nonsense. Meaningless. <laughs> now in. listen here. There's far too much directing going on. I take direction from one person. Under protest. <laughs> That's what he said. He's the it's fucking like, best. Because there's like two directors and they're both trying to like... Yeah, there's two like little weird little guys in the booth. Like, get going, in and... Uh, uh, Orson, uh, uh, Mr. Yeah. Orson, please. At one point he goes, the best take is the one I've already given you. The best take is the one I've already given you. <laughs> he's such a fucking... That and the other one, which is the video of him, he's recording a commercial. He's supposed to be doing a commercial for Paul Masson. But, uh, as he says... Paul Masson. Yeah, um, champagne. The fucking shitty. Yeah, they California make shitty, champagne. stupid like brandy and wine and shit. And it was a, it was a, sh- a commercial for a champagne that was coming out that was being made by Paul Masson. And he shows up and he's completely ripped. He's shit faced, so and he's supposed wasted. to be working. And they keep going. You hear the st- again, same shitty little director guy off screen go, and action please, action Austin please. Like that kind of fucking yeah, and then Orson won't move a muscle, energy. and he's like, um, uh, action, Orson, please. And Orson like <laughs> leans over and looks at the guy next to him. He's like fucking wobbling. He's like, he doesn't do anything. <laughs> it's just, it's just <laughs> they cut. Amazing. They do it again. They go action. They slate. They do a little slate thing, and he goes action, action, Orson, please. He goes oh, the French champagne. Is well regarded for its excellence. <laughs> Truly, it's it's just like that. <laughs> and we're trying to figure out, like, the copy must have said, like, ah, oh, the French champagne. That's exactly what it, like you that. know that's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> the French champagne. <laughs> he was the fucking man. Uh, and he just, he, he, also, like, what the fuck? He's right. You're going to direct me, you fucking idiot? I directed Citizen Kane when I was 25. Yeah. And I acted in it, too. You, you dumb idiot. And like, you can't tell me anything. The pleasure and the, the righteousness of a director saying, there's far too much directing going on here today. There's far too much directing going on here. Like, I take direction you know, from one person. Under protest. Exactly. And that's how I feel. Yeah. I, I would love to tell the director that. Sh- Listen. Kick rocks. There's too much directing going on. Okay? The, <laughs> the best one is the one that I've given you. So relax. <laughs> <laughs> Next time that situation comes up, I may say that. 
Dude, it's so it's also so true so fucking often too. You know what I mean? Although a woman would never be able to. A woman would You don't never. think so? No. You don't think fucking um who's a bad bitch on set? Okay, who, but in Orson's time who's like a top in the dog? booth. Oh no no no. Oh totally. no way. Definitely. Nah, she'd be fired you don't on think the spot. Elizabeth Taylor? No. No. She, she gets couldn't, like, she gets a lot of leeway because of her voluptuous body and her sex damn, appeal. She's voluptuous. Yeah, she's a fucking kitten. I love her. But um <laughs> apparently awesome. my mom disdains Elizabeth Taylor. She doesn't like her? We learned this while we were drunk at oh, Memories yes, Cocktail I Lounge in Sarasota. Shout Florida. out Memories Cocktail Lounge, best bar in the world. And uh she was like shuddering when we mentioned her and I was like, Mom, yeah. what's going on? And basically Elizabeth Taylor reminds her of her mother and she hated her mother. So <laughs> Hopefully the characters Elizabeth Taylor played, not the actually I, Elizabeth Taylor. Well, yes, but I think there was sort of a lore around her. Yeah. I don't know how true it was. She's a bit but of a floozy. Yeah, a little bit. A bit of like, a lush. Mm-hmm. A little bit. I respect that. I respect I lushes and floozies. So do That's I. what I was going to say about Orson Welles, man. He like he hit that wave. He like is the most internationally respected actor and director at like age 25 he spent the rest of his life kind of like marlon brando Mm -hmm. fucking getting shit-faced eating the finest foods (laughs) ringing a little bell and having a a true gourmand yeah exactly exactly having a little fucking uh servant boy bring him canapes acting acting like a, a french prince a proper french prince yeah exactly getting fucking big and fat he was so big and fat yeah same thing with uh, same thing with Brando. Brando, Elvis, they all kind of Elvis, did that. yeah, exactly. That's not a popular thing you, to man. do anymore. Hedonism. Mm-hmm. Hedonism. True hedonism. True hedonism. I think I would call that a Floridian characteristic. Yeah, hedonism. I would too. Mm-hmm. That's sort of what the the pursuit. That's the that's the dream in Florida, don't you think? I do. It's fucking wet and wild. And there's and hot sports cars. Yeah, yeah. full. Yeah. Bursting. Bitches in bikinis everywhere. So speaking of hedonism, yes. Nathan. Yes. I'm going to tell you about my Florida woman. Let's go. It's the mini-sode. That's what we do. This is from an article called The Edge Hit Music Now. Don't ask me. Cool. <laughs> woman quits job to breastfeed her boyfriend every two hours. Florida woman quits job to breastfeed her boyfriend every two hours? Yes. Damn. Okay. We're just going to jump straight in because this is too uncomfortable for words, it says. (laughs) 36-year-old Florida woman, Jennifer Mulford, quit her job as a bartender so she could breastfeed her boyfriend every two hours. Did she have gigantic udders? Yes. Does she have big, fat, fucking veiny titties? Yeah, floppy, engorged. Yeah. Like like translucent, heavy tits. Yes. Um, Big, wide mommy nipples. Yes. 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 Um, It says she hasn't had a baby in 20 years, though. So she has to dry feed her boyfriend, Brad, every two hours to trick her body into producing milk. Shut the fuck up. So her boyfriend, Brad, who can't work either, right? He has to be feeding. He has to suck on her nipple. It's a full-time job. Every two hours. (laughs) So I don't see a, a world in which he works either. 
every two hours. Let's do the math on that. There's 24 hours in a day. Let's say she sleeps for eight hours of those. So there's 16 left. There's 16 left. So that's eight times a day. Yeah. Eight feedings a day times seven. That's 56 feedings. Yeah. 56 feedings. I think my math is right on that. So uh, she says, apparently it's not just them who do it either. It even has a name. Adult Breastfeeding Relationship, or ABR for Oh my short. God, Kels, can we start an ABR right now? <gasps> I mean... Let's get let's get this thing going, dude. No. <laughs> Although, I no? have often said, yeah. I'm making you try my breast milk. Ew, dude, come on. You have to. No, you gross. Have to. It's going to be hot I don't want you to weird. suck off my titty. Like, I'm not that weird. That's the only way I'll do you it. You have to... <laughs> That's the only way I'll do it. I'm okay. not fucking drinking it out of a, what, like a yogurt <laughs> jar or fucking... Yeah. No, a little baby bottle? No way. I'm getting yeah. it straight from the source. Okay, did you and know... And it's going to be disgusting. It's going to be gross. Yeah, it's, it's body temperature. Yeah, it's body temperature. It's hot. Hot, weird, <laughs> unpasteurized. I'll probably try my own, though, too. I mean, you, you kind of have You got to have to, right? You kind of have to. Okay, I have a question. What? Do little boys, when they hit gross. puberty, do they, do they taste their own stuff that comes out of their penis? Listen. I'm just uh, curious. I'm not. I'm not implying. Any, sources say that many do. Many do. Yes. Mm. Well, but I'm not owning up to that. <laughs> I just feel like the curiosity would just burn inside of you. You know. I mean, yeah. We're just we're all disgusting yeah. freak yeah, fucking you guys animals are gross. too. No, you too. You just no, you're no, the one you, talking about squeezing your fucking titty juice right in the face. Men are much more disgusting. Okay. No. Yes. Debatable. No. Absolutely not. I used to work. I used to work as both a lifeguard and um, I used to work in a kitchen, back of house. As I would double as like a prep guy and the dishwasher and like a busboy. Yeah, they really worked too hard. Yeah, they one. did. Fuck, they were understaffed. That job stunk. But anyway, part of my job was to clean the women's restroom. And excuse you, me. The fucking women's restroom is. It's a hellhole. Okay, but The listen. way you guys comport yourselves, you ought to be ashamed of yourselves. No. Also, I've had a lot of girl friends and girl friends, mm. and I've gone over to their fucking apartments, and they, girls are just as messy, if not more so, and like have all kinds of shit all over the place, and fucking, you guys have bad habits too, and I'm not taking this sitting down. Okay, I disagree, and let me tell you why. Women have to use a bathroom, a restroom for so many more things than you guys. It's truly like... I once had to clean up a a toilet that had exploded because a lady had diarrhea Mm -hmm. into it um, and just didn't want to deal with it. She flushed it. I've never seen this in a men's restroom. Although I have seen, okay, maybe that's not true. I have seen really gross stuff in men's restrooms, mm-hmm. but I'm telling you consistently when I when it was part of my job to clean restrooms, the woman's restroom was always worse. That is Much fascinating. Worse. Toilet paper everywhere. Fucking. I don't believe you, but I <laughs> I'm willing to suspend my disbelief. I think that's because you yourself are a very neat and clean and tidy person. I am. You are. But we have so many other things to do. Speaking of breastfeeding, we have to fucking take our kids in there. Yeah. They have to fucking... Who knows if that was a little boy that we had to take in there. We have to fucking no change way. diapers. woman Breastfeed. <laughs> no. Have our periods in there. That's Sometimes true. you have a period poop. I don't know if that was what <laughs> the woman was experiencing. It was monstrous. Um, 
we have to put our makeup on in there. We have to change in restrooms a lot of times. There's yeah. changing going on. We have to get into a different outfit. There's just so many things, Nathan. Listen, okay. One, Poor you. One <laughs> bad habit that I think women do have is leaving hair in the drain of the shower. Hair that in the drain I will shower. say, I. Yeah. Also, not sitting all the way down. I understand the reasoning behind this because you have, you have to sit down every time. Right. But girls often don't sit all the fuck the way down I onto don't. the seat. And yeah, they I just don't. In a public spray. one? They I don't just spray. spray the gut. Well, maybe not you, but I'm telling you. This actually, since the um, unification of the men's and women's restrooms. Oh, right. Yeah. This is actually something that pre COVID I thought was fascinating. It was like 2016, the Whole Foods at Bryant Park. Uh, which was a place that I was at a lot of the time because a lot of my like acting classes and you yeah, know, industry right stuff were totally. right around there. And they had a they had a public restroom that you could just walk in and just use. But the public restroom got smushed into a an all gender restroom. Yeah, it was like and one of was, the first that I ever remember yeah, seeing. Yeah, and it was it was like a social experiment. It was mm-hmm. like the first time that everybody was just doing their business in stalls right next to one another, and there was mm-hmm. always a line. Men, women, children, uh, they, thems, probably, just anybody you could possibly imagine. Homeless people, like wealthy business people doing the grocery shopping. It truly was a. You got to see everybody. Mm -hmm. And I'm telling you, every single time a lady walked out of the bathroom in front of me, there was piss all over the toilet seat. How do you know it's her? All over. How do you know it's her? Who the fuck else would it be? The guy from before her. The guy from before her? Yeah. Guys don't piss in the seat. Yes, they do. They pull the seat up. It's I don't think in a public to. restroom a Which guy again, always is pulls another the seat fucking up. thing. That's another thing. What? How come we're the only people who ever have to touch the toilet seat? Because it's yucky. We lift it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, the truth will out. The truth will out. Okay, I just want to finish this about Jennifer. Okay, let's please, get let's please. get back to Jennifer. Disgusting Jennifer who pissed all over the toilet seat. <laughs> we don't know that. <laughs> um, it says Jennifer was single when she learned about adult breastfeeding relationships. So she yeah. started looking for men who would be open to it. Dude. Quote, when I read about the bond breastfeeding could create between two people, I was envious. Hmm? She read the grapes of wrath. <laughs> I have always enjoyed my breasts being touched during sex more than anything else. So I knew I would enjoy There's it. girls out there like this. I've mm. met them. They've mm. said this. They've said they specifically get off on my, getting their boobs touched. My high school girlfriend. One time I was hanging out with my high school girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Right, and her older sister and this like New Zealand exchange student, like cute New Zealand exchange student. Oh my that was god! With them, this is like the beginning back. of a fucking fantasy. I know, I know. This, like, they New came Zealand back and they were like student. a little like tipsy, like they'd mm-hmm. been out drinking and stuff. And we we had just like finished watching a movie and like furiously fingering and shit. Oh my god! <laughs> it's what you do when you're in high school. Anyway, so they come home and we're all just sitting around and you know like they're like, "How was your night?" And we were like, "Good. Mm-hmm. How was your night?" Mm-hmm. And then the conversation turns to like, like getting my boobs touched during sex, like, what? like makes me come harder than anything else. Like, just if a guy just touches my boobs. Okay, that was music to your ears. That was music you were like, to my That's ears. That's all I have to do. That's all I got to do. Checkmark. <laughs> exactly. Got it. I got this under control. I was still in the phase of my life where I thought that if I just like. That girls like guys mm-hmm. need to be furiously jacked. <laughs> <laughs> girls need to get fingered like, Dah! like a fucking jackhammer, <laughs> like a construction site. Like, insane. 
That is so insane. Every boy thinks that at a certain age. Right, because they can't think outside of their 18. own experience. And they're yeah, like, exactly. oh yeah, when I beat it, I have to go, oh, so a girl probably wants that too. Yeah, and girls, I think, don't know enough to go like, I Ouch. think I hate this. Yeah, no, we yeah. don't. So we just let you do it and we're like, do I like that? This I is fun, I tell. think. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But let me tell you, that girl didn't know what she was talking about, about the boobs thing. I just She's have a hard time believing that. Both of them that. said. Not well, my girlfriend, okay. but her older sister and the New Zealand girl. Extremely suspicious that they like, both said that. All I need is for a guy to just like touch my boobs. That's insane. <laughs> they were high schoolers and they had never had sex. All, I'm saying exactly. that on the record. They exactly. did not know what was going on. <laughs> but I do think that there's probably one or two women. And yeah. it wasn't them yeah. that like can come by having their boobs rubbed i guess jennifer is one of these jennifer dirty jennifer yeah Yeah. she said when i read about the pure joy it brought others i was so desperate to seek out a partner to share an emotional bond with okay so so this relationship was exclusively based on abr not like they were together and they were like you know this sounds fun let's try Okay. She says, I used dating sites, but put messages on ABR forums and even put an advert on Craigslist, but I drew a blank. I started to think I'd never get to try adult breastfeeding. (laughs) My God. Um, Then she started talking to Brad, who she used to date back in high school. Brad. Interesting. Brad from all the way back in In high high school. school. Quote, we were talking and Brad told me he had a thing for big breasted women and that size had always been a factor in his relationships. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. I thought it was the perfect time to bring up adult breastfeeding and see if he'd be interested. It was like a light switch flicked in his head. I could tell from his voice that he was curious and excited. From that moment, I knew that I had a partner for life. We both wanted the same thing out of a relationship. A magical bond that only breastfeeding can achieve. Oh my God. She loved breastfeeding a a grown grown man man so so much much. that she decided that they would be lifelong partners. Yep. And that she would have to quit her job because it's just, it's so time consuming. Okay. While you were explaining that story, I looked up on Reddit. I was like, there has to be a Reddit for this. I looked up r slash adult breastfeeding and it is active whoa there's thirty three thousand members of adult breastfeeding no 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 the top post is a sticky called how to induce lactation oh yeah well that's her whole dilemma is that she has to trick her body into thinking that she has an infant to feed i check this out i have sorted by top of the past year this is the title of the top post on reddit.com slash r slash adult breastfeeding. My partner fell asleep tonight with my breast in their mouth. I pulled it out and all I could hear was their soft suckling, comma, looking for their titty while sleeping, comma, the best thing that's happened to me ever, all caps. Oh, Wow. 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 He's looking for that titty in Top comment. Ah, this is so beautiful. Too bad I may never experience this. ABF is too taboo where I am and women basically run away. Still trying. I'm a dude, so this level of intimacy is amazing to feel. Oh, okay. Okay, wait. I have a new insight about this. What? I think that... Men are interested in this because 
so often yeah. men are like deprived of true intimacy, I think in our oh, culture. Definitely. Yeah. Um, just speaking in like the way that we raise boys traditionally is yeah. just like no feelings, like walk mm-hmm. it off. Like mm-hmm. you can't be too close to your mom. I don't know. Just mm-hmm. like, you know, I think that even in their own relationships with other men, like mm-hmm. it's like gay to like be too close. You know definitely, what I mean? Definitely. And like, yeah. you know, I think that men are sort of, screaming out for real intimacy true and they're they're finding breastfeeding that's true and it's very generous and it's very sweet of you to think that but i think they're also a bunch of fucking freaks in here i think these guys are freaky do you think there's like you can get intimacy without having a woman squirt hot milk I know but I think their brains are broken they are from lack of intimacy that's what I'm saying yeah you're saying the (laughs) same thing from lack of intimacy that's what I'm saying could be or could be that they get a little fucking hard stiffy salami when they think about hot milk getting squirted down their throats (laughs) so but like where does the age play come into uh, you know into the equation because that's where you really lose me okay so I sorted by top of all time Uh uh-huh uh, the top post of all time is my wife finally acknowledged that she likes it too. Finally? Finally this acknowledged. This poor long-suffering woman <laughs> has, has put like, up with this? Okay. Uh, Flipping out a titty. And her husband is like... Mommy, I hungy. Ew. Oh my God. They are all doing that. Ew. I hungy. That's so weird. Mommy. I'm sorry. I mean, no kink shame. But also, kinks should be shamed every once in a while. I agree. Yes. Yeah. You got to have some shame. Yeah. Otherwise, where's the kink? Exactly. How could it be fun if it wasn't taboo? Second top post of all time is, my milk is coming out in streams now. Oh my God. And it's a fucking gif of this lady squishing her tit. Here, look. It's really hers, you think? Yeah, look. Oh, shit. Oh, oh wait, she's squirting. She's got a nipple ring, too. Oh, my God. Wow, she's this squirting. Is fucking mammalian shit. Yeah, this is nuts, This dude. is so mammalian. Um, let's leave this subject. Let's <laughs> Kelsey, hear had your... <laughs> I don't know. I'm kind of coming around to it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I kind of have two of them today. I, I kind of... I had, there were a lot of good ones, and I narrowed them down to two. I grant you that. So, first of all, this is from the Tampa Bay Times. Pinellas Beaches Man. Oh, I love this. Created fake Trump presidential pardon to try and escape fraud charges, feds say. So, a man from the Pinellas Beaches fabricated a fake pardon from former President Donald Trump as authorities investigated him in connection with a number of fraud cases, the U.S. Attorney's Office in Tampa reported this week. Alexander Lashinsky, 22, of North Reddington Beach, is facing charges of wire fraud, bank fraud, and money laundering. He was being held without bail at the Pinellas County Jail on Wednesday and could face up to 30 years in prison if convicted of all the charges. Lashinsky is accused of using fictitious charitable entities, including one called Love and Bliss Incorporated, to take part in a number of schemes. One fraud... You gotta love a I number love a scheme. of schemes, I love right? a scheme, yeah. I love a, a number of schemes. One fraud included applying for and receiving two payroll protection plan loans totaling about $196,000. He was also involved in a check kiting scheme and tried to deposit $2.7 million in worthless checks into the Love and Bliss business account, the government said. 
After the launch of an investigation, the government seized $337,000 from one of Lashinsky's accounts. When he discovered that the money had been frozen, he attempted to have it released by producing a fabricated pardon purportedly signed by former President Donald Trump, the U.S. Attorney's Office said in the news release. Wow. Which, you gotta imagine, does he know what a presidential pardon looks like? Like, did he, was he good at, like, was he doing the um, the Frank Abagnale shit and, like, stealing logos and, like, copying and pasting? I don't know. Getting the signature? Or... Is he what I think he is? Just a regular Florida Low level moron, schemer. yeah. Who just went on Microsoft Word in Comic Sans and typed, and went, "I am President Donald Trump." Exactly, Lashinsky. <laughs> exactly. From sign all it with a crimes. big red crayon on the bottom. So anyhow, uh, the government said Lashinsky was involved in another scheme in which he tried to deed himself more than ten properties around the country that were valued at more than three hundred million dollars. When the real owners of the properties and their lawyers tried to correct the fraudulent deeds, Lashinsky responded by sending harassing and threatening letters, emails, and faxes. Now, this is just a true Florida man. Totally. Just through and through. This is the Floridian Tried spirit made manifest, don't you think? Mm-hmm. I do. A 2021 story in the Daily Beast reported that Lashinsky's Love and Bliss Incorporated portrayed itself to be a Christian nonprofit that was trying to seize control of two properties that had belonged to none other than Jeffrey Epstein. Shut the fuck up. Who died by suicide in who died quote by unquote suicide. died by suicide yeah. in jail. Our in listeners are smart enough to figure out what that means. He didn't fucking die by suicide. While awaiting trial on sex trafficking charges, properties were Epstein's since demolished mansion in Palm Beach in a ranch in New Mexico, according to the Daily Beast report. Yeah. An underage girl ranch. I just thought that was such a, just a pure Florida man story. I thought that was uncut. crystalline. Perfectly Floridian. It absolutely is. Now, very quickly, the other one. you even bring Epstein into it. Like. He's all over. It's like wrapping it up in a little bow, a little Florida bow. Weird little egg-shaped bow. with a fucking. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> Jeffrey Epstein <laughs> wraps his cock like a in like wrapping paper like a little Easter egg. Yeah, it apparently did look like an egg, and that is on the record. Yeah, that is on the record. That's it, it, depositions. Like people under oath have said that his penis looked like an egg. So good. It's so good. Um, I just did some thinking though about Jennifer. I just want to talk about Jennifer oh, just breast milk for a Jennifer. second longer. Um, mm-hmm. So she has a 20 year old daughter. She's 36. So she had her daughter when she was 16. Uh huh. And she dated Brad in high school. So yeah. she, did she date Brad while she was pregnant with her daughter? Like, and she was breastfeeding her daughter maybe while dating Brad. Oh, it, the wow. timeline could match. The plot thickens. Yeah. Do you think you can make butter out of human breast milk? You can. And there, there oh, are How do you know, small say that with such that authority? That because There's uh, companies that do that? Yes. I watched this documentary, I forget where, about people who think that their illnesses are being cured. Adults who think that their illnesses are being cured by drinking breast milk whoa and so there's this sort of underground ring yeah. of women who to make money um pump their breast milk into like jars and send them like oh send gosh, them like- in like little hazmat baggies to these basically milk banks so they got human dairy farms yeah human dairy farms holy basically. shit mm-hmm. oh my god yeah you get the stool out and milk bessie yeah 
there's a guy that thinks it like it, it cured his prostate cancer and so he he puts breast milk in his smoothie every day he, he's actually bananas. in florida maybe i'll do a thing about this it this is but. fucking bananas that's yeah, crazy see that is so weird because that just totally removes the sexual element from i know it. this is wow there's such a there's a whole world of grown men drinking and eating breast milk that mm-hmm. I was not aware of until today. Yeah. You can bake it, <laughs> bake with it also, and put it in cookies and things uh, like that. Mm-hmm. Like a meringue with it or something? You could do whatever. Goodness gracious. Okay, here's my other Florida okay. man. Very quickly. Florida man arrested for pleasuring himself with an ice pack in front of first responders. Ooh. So this is from Newsweek. Florida man was arrested for masturbating with an ice pack while first responders were on call to assist him with breathing issues. What? So again, Terry Majors, 30 years old, of, drumroll please. Pinellas? Pinellas County, Florida, was arrested and charged with exposure of sexual organs, a misdemeanor. He was released on October 15 on his own recognizance. According to an arrest report, Majors called 911 because he was experiencing shortness of breath. And once the EMT crew arrived, Majors apparently fucking jumped up and grabbed an ice pack and started jerking it as fast as he could in the presence of the first responders. Whoa, buddy. Yeah, I, I don't Yikes. know. I guess he had a burn on his dick or something like that. What the fuck? How are you going to explain that one away? Maybe they were really hot first responders. Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe. I don't know, though. He had to cool down. I don't know. I just don't think that's, I just don't think that's true. Do you think he was jerking it before and was like, oh, shortness of breath, and then he called, and so it was like more of a (laughs) continuation of anything? of him just violently coming? Yeah. Could be, could be. I gotta get some fucking EMTs here. So, do you think the ice pack was like flat and he wrapped it around? Like... I'm imagining, yeah, it's one of those ones that like the school nurse has. Totally. You know what I mean? It's like those three You can wrap it around your ankle almost. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Um, Or they also have those ones that are like um, donuts that have like a ring through it. Oh, no. Could be one of those. Oh, heaven forbid. That'd work. So, uh, recently, Majors was released from jail after serving a one-year sentence on felony drug charges for selling crack cocaine to an undercover cop. Sure. This guy can't stop fucking committing crimes in front of official people. (laughs) He also served time in state prison for burglary. In a similar incident on September 15th, a Florida man was tased for twerking in front of police. Tased for twerking in front of a police uh, during an arrest and subsequently charged with a number of traffic offenses. What is And going on September on 7th, 57-year-old Richard Wolf was pulled over after being caught, quote-unquote, using a median and a left turning lane to pass cars, according to Chronicle Online. Once Wolf exited his vehicle during the traffic stop, he refused to return to his car and removed a knife from his waistband and threw it into the grass along the road. After returning to his car, Wolf began twerking for the officers before attempting to flee on foot and resisted arrest. Right. Eventually, right. Wolf was apprehended and charged with reckless driving, resisting an officer without violence, and failure to stop or fleeing a law enforcement officer after an ordered stop. So we have an epidemic was kind of, of, three men, of people that are getting themselves into small time trouble mm-hmm. with law enforcement and then doing and then a formative act. act in front of them. Yes, exactly. Trying to probably entice the official mm, sure, into officers of the, the law. Yeah, yeah, into Do you think this charges. is just people who watch too much porn? I simply don't know. They're like, sorry, officer. Sorry, officer. I'll never do it again. <laughs> His butt cheeks are clapping together on the... Yeah. <laughs> I'm imagining him, like, bent over on the hood of the car with, you know, his hands are on the hood of the car, but he's just, like, fucking twerking. Is do you having, think he, like, like a policeman great? He was 57. Fetish... No, he did not look good. You don't he think lived... so? No, he's living a hard life. Damn. Yeah. 
Do you think having like a policeman fetish is like a daddy thing? Like, do you think these men have daddy issues? Could be. Yeah, I think there's a lot of grown men out there, (laughs) really stern, uh, mean dads with goatees and long shorts um, who are not police but love the police. They do love them them. so much. They love them so much. They They fly flags for them. them Oh, they respect them. It's so pathetic. They honor them. It's like how a vampire has like a little, you know, little worm who like does like chores for them. You know what I mean? What do they call that? Fucking... uh, subservience or something like that there's a word for it anyway that's how i picture those like you know punisher skull decal guys they're like the little little fucking servants that the vampires have for the police i know dude you're not a police officer you're not one you fucking aren't one why are you so obsessed with other guys like that i think it's a daddy thing just like you were saying yourself yeah yeah oof yeah they're mean. They're so mean to their kids at Little League I practice. I know they are. Fucking I know these guys. scream at the umpire and then take their kid home and fucking make him do drills in the backyard. Ugh, gross. Yeah, sucks. sucks. Um, thank you for sharing all of those floor Oh my goodness, Honestly, it was my pleasure. that brightened my day. I'm so glad. I'm so glad. So okay, my, time for Florida facts. Yes, my Let's fact go. is that there is a professional wrestling dinner theater Awesome. In Kissimmee, Florida. Awesome. It's called Manor Professional Wrestling Dinner Theater. (laughs) Very straightforward. That rules. So, you know, I used to perform in dinner theater in Florida as a child. Not professional wrestling, though. No, no. It's, um, the article says, when you hear dinner theater, you may think of early bird specials and murder mysteries. Uh-huh. Not so at Manor Professional Wrestling Dinner Theater, where body slams and spandex are served up along with your ringside supper. <laughs> nice. So it was this, it was created by this guy, Brian Smith, mm-hmm. who tried to get it going on a Kickstarter campaign in 2012. Sweet. He did not meet his funding goal. Damn. For this brilliant idea of a ringside show and dinner. Well, it appears that he wasn't discouraged by that. It seems like he kept going. No, he knew he had the seed of a great idea. He got some investors. He somehow got it together. Good man. And it opened and it's thriving and it's surviving in not that order. And the wrestlers are, quote, local professionals. So how professional they really are, I don't know. But they compete once a month for the Manor Medallion. And this is sort of a prestigious prize where Brian himself writes this kind of heroic, epic, folkloric backstory about... So it's sort of a, a... Exercise for him in fan fiction. Yes, um, love and that. And then he makes these these two men act out his fan fiction, and he you know gives them character names like Lord Darkness Dude, and awesome. Uh, there's a there's a female character called Lady Golden Eyes, and he has Sweet. them sort of act out this battle of good versus evil. So this guy's dollar store Vince McMahon. Uh, he is. Wow. He is. And the uh, the menu. It has things like Macho Man Randy Savage nachos. Why Randy Savage nachos? I don't know. Okay, I wouldn't eat those. I would think there'd be like chest hair, like beard trimmings in my nachos. There's also something called the Headlock Green Salad. Headlock Green Salad. And the drop They're kick, really just... drop kicking veggie medley. 
wow, these guys are scraping the bottom of the barrel for adjectives. They're just they really naming to... their dishes a thing that happens in wrestling that has nothing to do with the Here's dish. a question. Why do they need to name it something to do with wrestling? Just Why call it just the green salad. Just say a house salad and nachos. Yeah. A also, veggie medley. is there anything else on their menu? That sounds like an <laughs> extremely weird menu. <laughs> no, it stays that weird. <laughs> nothing goes together at all. No. No. Um, also, children under the age of three do get free admission. That's cool. Yeah. I love so. that. Community outreach. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. And that is the Manor Professional Wrestling Dinner Theater. Honestly, I'd go. That is fucking... I mean, it I sounds mean, like a good you? time. It yeah, It does absolutely. sound like a good time. Do they have... I'm sure there's alcohol there. You get absolutely ripped up. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Let me, uh, let me find out. That's sort of what professional wrestling is all about. Fucking... Getting blasted and watching some meatheads slam each other in the ring. You know what I mean? Oiled up meatheads slamming each other in the ring. That's what I'm trying to see. I don't see that they have any drinks on the menu. And so I'm thinking maybe he can't get a liquor license. Oh, that would be the only why. reason. Wonder why. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, then in that case, we tailgate. Yep. Tailgate in the parking lot, bring in a flask, fucking order some Randy Savage nachos. Mm-hmm. How, how can they use his name? I, I know, know he's not affiliated with this thing. I don't know. This is crazy. I don't know. But yeah, get some nachos, get a house salad, and <laughs> 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 watch some goddamn amateur professional wrestling. This That's is what right. life's all about, babe. A bunch of Florida men flexing, oh, yeah. bending their suspenders, oh, yeah. getting down on There's each no other. There's no way they're in good shape either. No way in hell. Oh, no way at all. Mm-mm. Oh, I, I would love to go see this. Let's Doesn't go see it. Doesn't sound fun? Okay. This is a panhandle shit, isn't it? Well, it's in. It's right outside of Orlando. It's in Kissimmee. Oh, I take it back. I take yep. it back. Okay, speaking of Orlando, here is my Florida fact. I tried to get into this a couple weeks ago. Um, I was way out of my depth. I didn't really know anything about it. The housing So I did crisis. a little bit of research. Yeah, just trying to figure out what the fuck's going on. Listeners, I don't know if you caught last episode... But we mentioned we're getting priced the fuck out of our apartment. The real estate market in New York City is going absolutely bananas. We have no idea what we're going to do because they're bumping up our rent by like $500 a month. And And this is going on all over Florida. This has been a thing that's been going on for for a year now, if not more. Inflation just keeps going higher and higher and higher. And the rental market just keeps getting worse and worse and worse. And more and more people are moving there or buying investment properties and buying up neighborhoods. And so all of a sudden, people who are renting in Florida are competing with people who don't even live there, who are buying houses at a higher rate than ever before. Yeah. The, the price of houses just keeps rising and rising and rising to the point where I was reading comments in the Florida subreddit. People are people are literally renting out single-wide trailers for like $2,000 a month. Shut the fuck which up. Which is pretty fucking close to what we pay here for our New York City apartment. I know. Yeah. So what uh, my fact is that the, the average cost of housing in Orlando, mm-hmm. which is why I said speaking of Orlando, has risen in the past year has risen 38%. There's another study that I read that says that if you are a minimum wage worker in Florida, in order to afford a one-bedroom apartment, average one-bedroom apartment all throughout the state, anywhere in the state, not even just in a big city, you're going to need to work 93 hours a week to be able to afford that on your own. Oh, my God. The cost of housing is skyrocketing the rate of pay is staying absolutely flat, if not dropping. 
Mm, oh my god. Yeah. And so this is like I was just doing I was just doing like a little bit of searching, a little bit of spelunking on this subreddit, just seeing what people are saying. And absolutely everybody is like, I don't know what the fuck I'm gonna do. I'm having to I may have to leave Florida. There's just no place for me anymore. Oh my god. They seem to feel that very wealthy people um in other states or like, you know, wealthy people who are landowners in Florida are trying to buy up the entire state and make it so that only wealthy people can live there. Which, as we all know, can't be sustained because you need to have workers to be able to have a population of any kind. (sighs) But what it means is that the income inequality is only going to raise and raise and raise. Now, there was also a bill that was proposed. Florida's going to become like Colombia or something. It's going to become Yeah, it's called Brazilification, actually. No way. Yeah, there's a real term for it, economic term called Brazilification. (sighs) Yeah. But that's, it's been happening in the United States to an increasing degree, and it's just you know ramping up further and further and further. And Florida right now is the proving grounds for it. If this happens, mm-hmm. Florida will be go from America's most fascinating, weirdest state yeah. to the most boring state. Of course it will. You cannot, yeah. like, you cannot crush... Displace everyone who e- lives there. ...the economic diversity of a place without crushing... Everything interesting about yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. culture. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, so there was a bill that was proposed in the Florida State House, right? Um, that was going to uh, that was going to address price gouging and skyrocketing rents. And there, there was a proposed rent cap, right? Or like a cap on how much you could increase rent. And um, it obviously got struck down immediately. Jesus. By the Republicans in the Florida State mm-hmm. uh, House of Representatives, of course, of course. Um, but there was a legislation that was approved that permitted landlords to charge tenants uncapped, non-refundable fees instead of refundable security deposits. What? So now instead of paying a security deposit that you get back once you move out, they just charge you fees for having an apartment. Just extra fees for no reason. Oh my God. The world is going to hell in a handbasket. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Holy fuck. Yes, yes, yes. And people were implying in the comments that, like, Florida state legislators own a lot of rental property. They do. Yeah. Yeah. It's a vast conspiracy, as I like to say. Yeah, it's Mm neo-feudalism. Basically, you've got these little lords that own property, and they've got the fucking serfs who work minimum wage jobs on the property can barely afford to pay the rent. I mean, if if Florida becomes the Hamptons, like, this podcast is over. Dude. You know what I'm saying? A whole lot more things than this podcast are going to be over, too. I know. I'm being flippant, but I'm just saying, like, you know, it reminds me of the Hamptons where Mm -hmm. you kind of can't go. Like, the average person kind of can't vacation there in any capacity, in any way. Let alone, like, have a house or buy a property. Oh, my God, let alone. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... You know, it is only we can't for even boards and surf. Afford to go there off season without camping, like <laughs> no, dude, you know yeah, what I mean? exactly, um, exactly. It's just entirely unapproachable, and uh-huh. it's this beautiful strip of land in New York mm-hmm. that only rich people can afford. Like, and well, it, it makes Lords it so and boring. They have the people who work in the bars or people who work at the houses yeah. and clubs. You know, like doing the fucking towels yeah. putting the towels in the laundry and then they have the fucking party boys from new york city yeah and you know rich blue-blooded elites from new york city who come there and vacation yeah 
Yeah. So it's possible that Florida is becoming the Hamptons at a breakneck speed. But what I predict is that it's a bubble. Mm-hmm. Because this is just there's you can't be selling three hundred plus thousand dollar houses to everybody. There's no way people don't. As I said, the income inequality has gotten so dire that people just don't have that kind of money, mm-hmm. and they're building them at such a breakneck pace that what I think is happening is being inflated artificially somehow. Yeah, I do too. And it's just it gonna be. it's gonna be two thousand eight all over again. Because this is not cop. supply and demand. This no, is something this is not. This much is something more grotesque. Else. This is a money printing machine. Yeah. Yeah. And it's happening in New York too, as you alluded to. Oh, it's like, God, dude. you know, yeah. we, our rents being raised the least that I've heard of when yeah, I've talked to people. Yeah, we've heard of people getting their rent raised $1,000. The other day we, we talked to someone, yeah. a friend of mine, whose rent's being raised $2,000. Yes. And he's like, I'm moving to the Hudson Valley. Yeah, like I'm just my leaving. girlfriend and I are going upstate. Like yeah. I'm done. Sayonara. I can't do this. Yeah, what the fuck are we? So supposed that's to what's do? gonna happen. People are just gonna leave, like exactly. because it's not an absorbable cost increase. Where you're like, no. oh fuck, inflation, and it's really hard on me, and it's wearing on me, and I'm gonna have less money to like basically eat and clothe myself. But like, I do want to stay in the city, so I'm just gonna try to make it work. Like, yeah. this is the type of amount of money that it. It's not make workable. It's yeah, it's not. not make workable at all. It's really not. Yeah. It's really and not. I guess the same thing is happening in Florida that's so awful. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's bad. Well, all right. so what are you going to do? <laughs> but here's the thing. What's so ironic to me about this, anyways, what we said in our very first podcast episode, which is that it's all going to be underwater soon anyway. I know. What the fuck are you guys doing? Yeah. They're trying to milk as much money out of it out as of jennifer's teat as exactly. they possibly can exactly While florida's they one can. big veiny translucent breast that they're squeezing and squeezing into their mouth and but eventually that titty's gonna run dry baby in 15 years she's gonna hit menopause and there's gonna be no dry feeding happening that's right that's right and you're not a baby anymore Mm-mm. you're a grown man you're gonna drown <laughs> but not in milk like you dream of at night in salt water salt water yeah All right. We love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. If you like this podcast, please subscribe. Mm -hmm. Leave us a rating. Leave us a review. It really, really helps us. Yeah, do all that stuff. Yeah. And we love you and stay tuned. And it puts a big fucking smile on my face. Big insane Cheshire Cat grin. Looking like the insane clown posse over here. Shut the... Don't you dare take their name in vain. (laughs) Okay. Shout out to the Juggalo community. That's all for now. We'll talk to you next Jugzalo. week. Jugzalo. Jugzalo? Jennifer Jugzalo. Jennifer's Juggalos. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yep. Okay, goodbye, guys. Jiggling Juggalos. Bye.